I thought that I thought that was a Weeb thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> the tank top. <laughs> Previously on Basement Discourse, we talked about how we're old fucks. Yeah, that's nice. nice. Out. That's pretty much all I got. <laughs> uh, hello, basement dwellers. I am Brady. I am the otaku third of this show. We have Jace. He's our gaming geek, and we have the ever sweater wearing Justin down there. <laughs> Creeping out in the corner, here's your D&D dude. And today you may have noticed we have four panels because we have a special guest named Brant. Uh, just before we get into the show, um, I would like you all to please run over and follow our Instagram, our Facebook, Twitter, the fuck else we got going on. Uh, if you don't like our faces for some reason, despite Jace's obvious fresh. beauty. I, I've been um, upgrading mine. You Fresh can tats. listen to us on Apple and Spotify. Uh, apart from that, we got Discord that you can ask to join as and well. And of course, you can find all the videos on YouTube, yeah? Yeah, well, they're watching that. Are they? Are they? <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> uh, so, um, Fuck, we're streaming again. <laughs> I fucking hope so. I like that you got a ghost chair in the background this episode, by the way, Jace. Just... That is always in the background. No. It is. Really? The trick is that I keep changing lenses on the camera so you get different field of view nearly every podcast. And (laughs) it just fucks to you guys. And I live for this. Speaking of change, I noticed um, you got some new tats, Chase. I also (laughs) shaved off my moustache. And he did yeah, mention that, it like three that seconds looks real ago. Strange, yeah. <laughs> that looks real oh, strange, yo. It makes my face look so long. I hate it. <laughs> on the upside, it's already longer than Brady's. There, that's... <laughs> it makes you taller than him. Uh, before we introduce our guest properly, I'm just going to have a little gloat moment. Uh, avid listeners who've definitely all seen the Christmas special will also remember me talking about when Funimation bought Anime Lab. And you guys remember that too. Well, yeah. now there's been a new move where Funimation is being bought by Crunchyroll. But back when we first talked about this, I bragged about, or I, I made a prediction that what was going to happen would be uh, because Sony owns both companies, that this was going to happen anyway, because Sony owns both Crunchyroll and Funimation. So when Funimation mm-hmm. bought out Anime Lab, I was a little sad because it was like a little Australian startup from Melbourne that like was actually a really good interface and worked really well, whereas Funimation is pretty trash. Um but there's not many other options as an yeah, anime exactly. fan in Australia. So, um, but now, yeah, Crunchyroll's taken over Funimation. That's a thing that's happened. And I noticed around the same time as the Anime Lab purchase happened, Sony took all movies and TV shows off the PlayStation Store. So I'm still maintaining my prediction that Sony is geeing up to be one of the latest brands to come out with their own streaming service. But that service will have a monopoly on anime um, for anything that's not Netflix licensed. So that's kind of interesting. So that's my little brag. Let's mm. find out about you, Mr. Brandt, because you're just sitting there waiting, <laughs> listening to my bullshit <laughs> rather kindly. Uh, you're a mate of, yeah, you're a mate of Justin's. And that's about all we know, apart from a really cool graphic, which I will actually put on screen, even though I've stopped doing that recently. It'll be there. Um, <laughs> it's the most awkward place to put it. <laughs> I'm gonna make it like dance around. Um, yeah, you. So you do graphic design and you like D and D. I burped through my talking and you like some anime as well. And that's all I know about you. So can you give us a full rundown? 
deep dive into your personal bio like an anime backstory and if you don't i think you should be embarrassed yeah sweet so uh <laughs> so it all started when i was 10 um <laughs> yeah, so nice. I'm let's go further yeah. back yeah. <laughs> further back i need to know how the sperm entered the egg <laughs> I wasn't there for that, but uh, <laughs> just you say I won. Half of you was in each part of that. Brent won. I won. <laughs> well, um, well, yeah, I'm uh, yeah, just a big fan of um, of D and D ever since uh, Justin got me hooked on it. Uh, I oh, he's a crack BT. dealer again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's always been a crack dealer. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Um, also into fitness and personal training. So it's, you know, it's kind of, kind of good. Just sort of balancing those out. Um, big into video games, big into Hellboy, you know, um, pretty much anything pop culture. Um, I tend to have a memory that, uh, can remember a quote from some obscure movie in like five seconds flat. But if you asked me what my timetables were, I wouldn't be able to help you out with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maths is terrible. Yeah. My memory <laughs> yeah. is just absolutely shocking. So pop culture, film. Anything like that, that's sort of uh, what I really enjoy, um, apart from fitness. And, and yeah, that's basically basically it. Just My noise. partner will testify that I am very much the same to a very annoying degree because she'll <laughs> tell me something that needs to go in my calendar that's a rather important thing, and I got nothing. But if oh, she yeah. asked me to quote an anime episode, I'll do it front to back. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like, need a schedule for, for movies, but for anything day to day, yeah, I've I've got a whole yeah. booking system for that. Nine thirty AM shit. Yeah. <laughs> nine nine thirty two AM wipe ass after shit. <laughs> That's like pretty two much minute it. shits. What the hell, yeah, Justin? What, how long do you take? A shit? Bro, I don't have no time for that shit. <laughs> yeah, just a shot of olive oil before you go to the bog. I've been introduced good? into a whole new fucking genre that I've got to catch up on. Like, what the shit, man? You think <laughs> I've got time for that? <laughs> cool, uh, man. So you're a bit of a fan of it all. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's pretty much it. Anything that's, um, that, yeah, pop culture, film, anime, I don't... Uh, don't judge anything if it's uh you know I, learned, I know a lot of people like film but they absolutely fucking hate anime uh nah not not me i'm anything pop culture sign me up yeah those people sound like cowards <laughs> they do they, they sound like they they're do. too scared to be attracted to uh to some anime booty yeah that's right <laughs> you know what? that that promised me to ask justin why the fuck did it take you till we started a podcast to get you into it because you're like you're obviously surrounded by people who are also yeah into know, man no idea I, I don't know. I just, I always had this like vision of it just being like Digimon, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z world. Like, and that was it. Like, I was yeah. like, nah, that's, my thing. I, I think that's common though. Like, that's yeah. not. So that was what was in my face as a kid. And I just did not like it. And I don't know. I guess, yeah, there was just not enough people that were like pushy enough until Brady came along. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the epitome of Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just That's keep poking you with a stick. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. And you're like, all right, all right. I guess I'll try it then. <laughs> I mean, it's understandable. He's got the typical samurai sword in the background. Yeah. Right, so. right. Okay. <laughs> For the King record, Weebo. not typical. That is Tensor Zangetsu. Oh. <laughs> it's not just a well, samurai then. sword. This is Ichigo's Bankai, and you will not bad talk it. Oh. <laughs> right. Wait, doesn't that have a swastika on the hilt? Is the Buddhist wheel of life? 
Ah, it's the opposite. Yeah, swastika. <laughs> <laughs> it, the Buddhist Wheel of Life was somewhat aggressively rebranded. <laughs> no, no, but, no, it's cool. I, I get it. But yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> White guy with swastika sword. I get it. Bro. I get it. Uh, so while Brant, um, while I introduced Brant to D and D, and he loved that, Brant introduced me to something. Um, and that was Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. Have you boys seen that movie? Dude, that movie is fucking amazing. Right? It's, it's so, so fucking it's like a, good, It's man. one of my favorites. Yeah, right? it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you laugh, you cry, and then you laugh a little bit more. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those brilliant, like, it's not quite an action movie, but it's not quite a comedy. Yeah. And it just rides the cusp the whole fucking way. Yeah. And I live for that. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's... Brent, uh, my Maybe my favorite movies. <laughs> he's he's just listening. He's he's taking it in. <laughs> he's like, I've never heard of this shit in my life. <laughs> no, I got no. What idea. anime is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little China it must be one of those new Chinese animes. <laughs> is this um, is this my or... uh, my favorite movie? Is um, Scott <laughs> versus the world? And uh, when I saw Big Trouble in Little China, it just absolutely reeked of just old school version of scott pilgrim so i was hooked from there it's just they are amazing i have to check it out i yeah no i haven't heard of it no it's, it's scott it's pilgrim look don't expect like <laughs> it's just, just set Kurt your expectations as a, a goof yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just think about it as a goof and then anything else that comes out of that then okay then sure because <laughs> like it, cool. yeah it's, it's, it's very can... 80s yeah very yes, much yeah, so very 80s <laughs> yeah i can do that i can do that but we got to play the uh, the tabletop version of that same game because Brant owns it, which is pretty fucking cool. So <laughs> it was a hard snag as well. It was it was uh, difficult to, to come by considering Game Traders only owned one of them. Jesus, yeah. So yeah, so that was pretty wow. cool. Yeah, so quite anyway. the effort. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it is good fun though. It's it's very very uh, fast paced. So it's. It's kind of similar to to D and D with a bit of the combat, um, just with your rolling and whatnot. But it's designed to be a lot quicker. Um, so you obviously they're rushing around in the movie, and the board game really translates that, where you just sort of have to be nonstop, just rushing past enemies. Otherwise, you will end up getting destroyed and and yeah, lose. Yeah, <laughs> we, we learned that pretty early on. You don't have to kill them all. You, yeah. you actually shouldn't kill them all because you don't have enough yeah. time. Like there's kind of like a chaos meter that builds up as as you're playing through and. If it builds all the way up to the top, then you're pretty well fucked. So, yeah, yeah, we didn't realize the first time I think we played that we were like, right, we need to clean this room. We need to kill everyone in it. But yeah, it doesn't work that way. No, yeah, we're really trying to really trying to chaotic. board. <laughs> yeah, you can't. That's yeah. insane. I totally did not know there was a board game for this shit. Oh, neither did I. It's sick. That's amazing. It's so yeah, really cool. cool. I have to. Yeah. Sounds like another special. In the works. <laughs> I, I think we need a few for board games in general, though. I mean, we sure. our current specials are all fucking D&D, but I mean, that's... That's what we're like, in, but yeah, I think this this could make a special for sure. Like, well, we've already been talking about, like, the possibilities of, like, cyberpunk. Um, I'm, I think I mentioned Vampire the Masquerade at one point. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of, like, tabletop goodness that we could juice. Absolutely. 
get all of the uh, the advertisement uh, sponsorship that we need. <laughs> yeah, I've got a bunch of like silly games as well that aren't like tabletop RPGs, but like I've got all the what's that brand that does like the cutesy t-shirts? Oh, There's two unstable kittens. unicorns. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got unstable unicorns. Uh, the oh, it's designed to be RPG like, but not. Um, I saw they released Wrong Party, which looks really funny. Have you seen oh, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was yeah. based on one of their shirts where it's just like <laughs> a, a dude in a clown outfit and then there's like a bunch of adventurers and they're like, wrong party. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so they made a, a, a whole game based around that. What's the other one? It's like you genuinely kill slay. monsters. And, Here to slay, yeah. That's really fun. Yeah, I really uh, wanted it's to get good the for Kickstarter my... of that. So I've got it. Um, oh, nice. And nice. so my mates, like not all of them are like geeky inclined as I am. And like D&D is a big jump for a lot of people who are like mm. only slightly interested in fantasy stuff. But I think Hater Slay is like such a good middle ground for a lot of people because we are finding there are people who are more willing than in the past. Like, I don't know if it was Game of Thrones or something like that, like The Witcher, like people are a little bit more open to fantasy than they used to be, I think. Um, yeah. And then with games, especially if it can be like slightly funny, I think you can get people in a little bit easier with things like here to slay and then work them up to D and D if you're sneaky. Yes. Yeah. It's like Justin, we got him into anime by being like, just watch this. Just just watch this. And then five seconds later he's like, Pentacles. Because <laughs> he's Yeah, it's immediately. Yeah. Right up creeping. Thanks. That's wait, great. Wait, wasn't it after was it? After episode three, I think it was, that he actually went out and found hentai. Yeah, he found his own. <laughs> went looking for it. Yeah. You got to sample no all idea. the delights. <laughs> Some delights are not needed to be sent. Got to dip your toes in. Um, yeah, so I'm actually going to interrupt uh, talking to you about that for a second, Brent, because there's a whole world of stuff that you know. And I really want to talk about the... Um, the design you did of Justin and yep. like that, that world of yours as well. Cause that's yep. not a PT skill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, we <At> know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we, I designed the thumbnails for this show. We're not typically very good at graphic design. <laughs> it's not our thing. We lift heavy stuff. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Chase to excite you. I watched Toradora. <gasps> Only two episodes thus far. Thus far, fucking smile is terrifying, Jace. I'm gonna, yeah, I thought it was. I know this lack of moustache is like even your mouth looks so much bigger. So it was the week for I had a little bit more time, and I thought I'd do stuff that I'm reasonably sure I won't enjoy. So I, I played Doom Three. More content on that later, everybody. Um, and I watch Toradora, which is a slice of life anime. And for everyone watching, who's definitely keeping up with all of our episodes, I'm not a slice of life guy. Yeah. Um, You're a little bitch. Mm. No, I, I would argue that cry. people who watch slice of life are kind of a little bitch. Nah, man. <laughs> nah. Real, real men cry, bro. <laughs> for reals. <laughs> you. Fist bump, uh, virtual fist it... bump. To my homie. Only boys don't like show their emotions. That's right. It's just not why I sit down to watch anime. Like there are other bits in my life. Um, so like we're we're all three of us are metal fans. I don't know about you, but I, we do notice there are elements of our life that would surprise people. So uh, 
Jace, for example, loves the shit out of Slice of Life anime. How is that surprising? Justin, Justin <laughs> I look a... like a soft, approachable fellow. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Justin owns a dog smaller than my cat. Um, and I... How's that surprising when a guy wears a sweater? After I'm done listening to him on a muff. So that's like completely normal things. Um, so I thought I'd watch it. Uh, the first two episodes went exactly kind of how I'd expect them to. I'm not super invested in the characters right now. You won't um, be at the start. It, it so I'm going to let work. it play out because I feel like they're just two-dimensional, predictable, and boring right now. Um, they yeah, they I, definitely I, start that way, and that is sort of the appeal, is that they do actually grow as characters. Because I yeah, thought the see, same thing. So that is actually just for context, because like I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, and I think yeah, yeah, by the yep. look of Brant's face, I don't think he knows what he's talking about either. <laughs> yeah. What is Toradora? How many seasons are out? Where can you find just it? Just one. Uh, so one Jace season. has spoken about it before, mm. and I'll let him talk rather than me just talking heaps. Yeah. One season, I think it was 26 episodes in total. Um, it can be found on Netflix. I think it was on Crunchyroll as well. Um, Watching on Netflix. Yeah. Um, easiest way to get it to Netflix, probably. Mm. Um, and basically, it's you know your typical anime-based high school kids um and it's one kid who is a bit of an outcast he like everyone tries to avoid him because they think he has a scary looking face and so, yeah, so everyone just thinks he can relate to yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was about to say exactly that <laughs> wait we found out why jace likes toradora <laughs> I Thank you so much. Oh, that's fucking that's, great. That's worthwhile having a guest on for that remark. <laughs> that's the intro. You know, you know, right there, that had never clicked that that might have been part of the appeal. <laughs> I did not realise that. Um, but yeah, but so... I, th- I think, wait, I, I think, based on my limited two-episode watching, it, that it might be a little censored, but I think his father was uh, Yakuza. Uh, he he was quite, either yakuza or just like a dude who liked to get yeah in like fights. quite famous version of them though like known because he looks like his dad and that's why yeah people yeah are kind of yeah yeah so he has that sort of like gnarled expression on his face all the time and so people think he's a bad guy um, and then the other main character is Tiger and she is. A really small girl that everyone sort of <laughs> fucking just avoids a wooden because... katana all the time. <laughs> yeah, and Fuck. she she's just like really angry because a lot of people sort of put her in a box and just assume a lot about her. And so she's just a really angry person. And point two of why Jace likes this show. <laughs> I'm not an angry person. No, people don't ever put you in a box or anything. No, that doesn't happen. Um, and yeah, so basically they they both have like crushes on each other's best friends. And then they come up with like a plan on how they can both end up with each other's best friends. And it Tiger's, sort of develops from there. Tiger's crush is the voice of Ichigo in English, by the way. Mother oh. of God. I've got to go back just to hear that now. <laughs> Johnny Young Bosch, original Black Power Ranger, super popular anime actor. Um, yeah, so I watched the first two episodes. 
impressions so far are that it is a slice of life. It's they're well, a little too deep. very observant. <laughs> yeah, but that's because I don't watch slice. It, they are a little bit for me a slice of life, and I guess this is why I've only liked slice of life movies. They need to take off reasonably quick, um, and I do like the fact that there's room for growth. But I'm also like not much is happening in each episode so i'm gonna stick it out and i will give a update review because i said i would do this because you guys have done things that you know were outside your comfort zone so well like i think the biggest thing is think of it like shonen except the characters develop instead of the person's fighting skills (laughs) so you notice how like goku wasn't like Super Saiyan in two episodes. It yeah, took like yeah. 800 fights for that to happen. That's the same, except Slice of Life is all about character development. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm gonna give it a go. That's fair. But I just thought I'd I'd drop that now to to see that smile on Jace's face that was unfortunately rather creepy without the mustache. But yeah. we got there anyway. <laughs> the mustache we back soon. That's cool. <laughs> let's let's learn a little bit about our guest apart from the fact that he roasted fucking Jason <laughs> three seconds. So good. Which is, which is I'm good. getting roasted this time. Like the fuck? It's I'm usually the safe like, one. Well, okay. So Kendall roasted all of us in three seconds, uh, and then Zach roasted himself kind of i think it makes sense yeah 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 (laughs) zach's worth roasting (laughs) yeah yeah he was uh, the episode ended with him like holding his junk and literally about that yeah Yeah. so that was was, yeah that was great and then we invited him back for (laughs) (laughs) dnd terrible mistake i think we're the problem really (laughs) i think i think we might um, be the ones so you're into pop culture what else in that realm appeals to you brand like why is uh why is that really struck a note with you uh well so obviously um like i really enjoy like a good story like that's that's my main thing um because due to my like like you saw my drawing like that's something i've done since i was a kid so before fitness um before like i was really into anything it was i was drawn from about three years old um, so I really wanted to, back when I was young, like just make comics. So I think I really got invested into like stories and how to tell them, like even in school in English, like how important like all of Shakespeare's work was. Like I think when I was in school, I remember one of my English teachers like saying that we sort of needed to figure out what we wanted to do. And none of us had like really any idea, but I still still remember when I was younger that my one thing that I've always wanted to do, no matter what like outcome I have for what my career is or what I do is I've always wanted to be a storyteller. So I think pop culture is really just something that I like movies is something I really got invested in because it's just, yeah, it's something that I, I can really, I guess, like I said, remember, I can get invested into it. Um, it's something that is important to me, like the, the importance of a good story. Uh, obviously there's been a few things um few games and and movies that have you know shaped everybody's lives like whether it be lord of the rings or you know everybody's had had some movie shape their life in one way or another um that's that's really what the draw was for me and i think yeah once i started getting into some good movies there was after that i just lord of the rings shaping your life sounds not not mine specifically but i mean like i mean like like that that sounds a little bit like like a hentai storyline like one (laughs) ring to rule them all (laughs) No, for me, it'd probably be. And um, then I made up my life. (laughs) 
<laughs> my new mission probably be um dark souls was a was a big thing for me sort of getting through from being a child to maturity like really sort of um the, an adult, the idea like getting, of death yeah <laughs> just, just over and over and over again just getting through like that that uh that adversity you know like because yeah, a lot dark of people just quit is, it so dark souls is a good analog for uh adulthood you know like it's uh you'll fail real good comparison and then you'll probably fail again you'll just constantly die yeah. and it's it's, it's just, just like real life dodge and roll dodge and roll <laughs> dodge and roll just in the fucking office he's like all right Listen, Brand, we need to talk about your performance. Dodge and roll! <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the, that's the winning How do you strat. do work? That's how you work. That's why you got to do PT. That's PT. That's PT. works in aged care, by the way. So someone comes up and is like, I have a talk about the food. And he's like, Dodge and roll! They can't keep rolling until you actually leave the room. Just hit some old bird with a plate. <laughs> oh man, that's too good. No, but yeah, <laughs> I would say up. that the importance of the importance of like stories that um that yeah can can help send a message to whether it be a bit of maturity or lessons that you haven't thought of before. That's really what sort of drew me to film and to comics as well. Yeah, like please. everything like that. That's uh, that's what has made it one of my most like my biggest investments in in what I spend my time doing. So so yeah. I know for actually, a fact, I know for a fact that you are, well, one, a Dark Souls fan. So definitely want to talk about Elden Ring. Um, so I'll give you the option, Elden Ring or Hellboy, because I know you're a massive wait, Hellboy wait, wait. dude as well. I'm going to interrupt <laughs> with one last anime thing. Oh, God. Oh, I'm not a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, Just anime. Just the storytelling element and what I've been Storing up to this telling. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've been watching uh, ReZero, which I told you guys about because Jace likes maid girls. Yeah, yeah, he's a um, uh, waifu simulator. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they did a thing in this show, and you might like this brand, or maybe you fucking don't. I don't know. <laughs> I've never. I don't know you. <laughs> um, I've I've never hated a main character more. Um but also loved the fact that he was shit. Uh, so like this main character is like your typical sort of shonen incel in a way, like he's not good with girls and he kind of does feel like they owe him something whenever he's slightly nice to them. And it comes to this point at one stage where he literally says to a girl, like you owe me so much. And she's like, yeah, I'm ending this and walks out of the room. And I was like, Ugh. I fucking hate you, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, he's the main character. The whole premise of Rezilla that is not a spoiler, it's an isekai. He goes into the world. Uh, he has an ability, his special ability in the fantasy realm is that when he dies, he comes back to life at a unspecified save point. So he can't set the save point, but he can return to it when he dies. Um, so when he fucks things up and something goes wrong, he just like only one time has he suicided, but all the other times he's like died and redone things in a different way. Um, so it's kind of a show where a character is so fucking bad, a human being like so bad that every time he dies, he's like, oh, I should probably be doing things a bit different. And he's like literally being brutally murdered into being a good person. 
Well, not even good, just average. Just like, getting getting better all the time. Just less yeah, of a piece which, of shit. Dude, that's a perfect a segue telling, to Dark yeah, Souls. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, <laughs> slash Elden Ring, because that's exactly what the fuck happens. <laughs> yeah, from a storytelling point of view, I actually thought that was really interesting to do. And I think, yeah, goes on to that's, Elden Ring quite that's nicely. That's great. So. Yeah, that's perfect, dude. That almost paints the perfect picture for Elden Ring because that Except is that that's precisely... Now like a, a 10 hour fucking segue yeah <laughs> well, it's it, the end of it we're like oh let, let so me what, what are we talking uh, actually it's the end of the show <laughs> so let's segue into elden ring uh, actually yeah, yeah. i want to say something to segue into elden ring yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how i operate it was good it just a little long in the tooth but it was good it would have been better if you didn't like Try and segue it five out. seconds earlier. I'm gonna edit it out, so it's gonna be super weird. But don't edit out this part, so now it's even more no, weird. No, everyone will be like, "Oh, you did edit it out." <laughs> oh, gold. Shit. Yeah. So Elden Ring, I've probably personally put about. So backstory to this: Dying Light Two. I bought it um, on its release. Didn't really like it and didn't think that I had enough time in my life to spend playing it. So it was Spoke like that last episode. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, I got a limited amount of free time. I don't really feel like I want to waste it on Dying Light 2. Took it back within the seven days, returned it to my uh, my little local store here. And they're like, yep, sweet. You want to swap it for something? I'm like, yeah, I'll do Elden Ring because we're talking about that. And he's like, if you didn't have time for Dying Light, you ain't going to have time for Elden Ring. <laughs> As he lights up his uh, his cigar inside of the, <laughs> the game say, shop why does everyone that you voice they're either like a really bad racial stereotype or they're that voice <laughs> and they're like and, they're and like, like why was he lighting up a cigar and not a bonfire like i would have knowledgeable i think that's yeah, what yeah, yeah, justin yeah. was yeah. going with he's just like the fat cat it's like if you can't do this, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Yeah, that's it. See, I'm I'm thinking that he's bringing up a Souls reference here, and nope, cigar. <laughs> no, because I've never played any of Souls, so that was a thing. I've never played Souls. I've never played Demon Souls. I've never played Sekiro, and any any of that stuff. I've never played anything from from. So I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> so fucking fuck annoying. His name. Fuck those guys. <laughs> so this is my first delve into it. The first fucking thing that i did was i missed the tutorial area i walked straight past it <laughs> <laughs> i'm walking around like do 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 elden ring cool died I'm like fuck that sucks okay do to do elden ring died again and then i realized i'm broke as fuck i'm like where's my money going and <laughs> it just took me the longest fucking time to work out what i was doing and then i was like looked up a how-to because i'm like how what what the fuck and they're like just first thing you do as soon as you start the game, guys, this is one thing you don't want to miss out on. And it's the tutorial. It's right there. It's a big ghost sitting on a chair and he's kind of like pointing down. Just do that and you'll know how to play the game better. And then from there, like, we'll go. And I feel like, like that's Fuck. a failure in the development, though. Like, if oh, no, that's made... design. That's yeah, by design. No, no, that, that's yeah, by they're, just, design. they're just fucking assholes. <laughs> You're lucky from because... Software's logo should just be this without lube. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the older ones, you, you're lucky you even got an entire room. The old ones just left messages that look like messages multiplayer people can leave. So yep. you'd be lucky if you found the right tutorial. Fuck. <laughs> so you just have to read all the messages and just get a yep. bunch of finger buttholes. <laughs> yep. Yep. You have to read the messages and hope you'll read the tutorial ones. Oh, dude. Some of the messages are fantastic. And actually, even the shit ones, I've got to say, are are good because man you can be slogging some of these things like you'll be in over your head but you've lost your runes in there so you got to go back for your runes and you start fighting the same boss over and over again picking those runes up fighting again die keep going and like the saving grace is just seeing one of these messages that is as dumb as shit (laughs) just being like all right that's a goof now if now we focus and it's like (laughs) it's like you can refocus after reading a goofy message i actually don't mind those although the ones that tell you when Like, so players can leave messages. For anyone who doesn't know what this game involves, it is very difficult to play. It's very tactical. Um, Every enemy has their own different thing going on. And players can leave messages anywhere in the game um, as sort of a helpful, I mean, the idea of, I think, (laughs) of it was that they can leave hints to help you out. So, hey, treasure chest ahead. Hey, trap ahead. Hey, guy, big ambush ahead whatever the fuck like it's just to help you out through the game <laughs> like the, the thing with players is they're all fucking assholes so they just do the wait, dumb wait, shit wait, like is elden ring only online no, no there is no online. no you can play offline but <laughs> on- online you can see um it's kind of cool you see ghosts of people that are nearby and you can see what they're up to as well um you can see blood splatter on the floor so you'll go up and um and press Y or whatever the fuck button it is on whatever console slash PC and you'll see them and how they died. You won't see the, whatever they're fighting, which is actually pretty smart, but you'll see them fighting something and then just getting their asses kicked. And you're like, fuck. Okay. So the more blood splatters around, the more obvious 5,000 times. A hundred percent. And then just like, yeah, it's exactly what happens. Or you'll see uh, people fall off of cliffs and you'll know not to go over (laughs) towards that cliff. (laughs) And then, but then all the messages leading up to the cliff will be like, jump off this cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. assholes. Or that's a staple of all the games. The initial areas where you will definitely die are try jumping. See, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. All of the messages around the fucking tutorial hole, because it's a quite a big drop down to the tutorial hole. We're all yeah. saying jump. And I'm like, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> I know what yeah. your players are like. <laughs> they used to put in messages that like it was, you know, a secret treasure drop. And yeah. you've got to just jump down the middle and you jump down the middle and you just die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate people. Like, That's great. People are the worst. <laughs> but um, so I'm only about 22 hours in, Brent. What are you in? Oh, I, I hit uh, 50, <laughs> 55 hours today. Nice. nice. And are you level 55? I think I am actually like Holy level shit. 50. Yeah, I think I'm about level 55. So I'm only level 26. So in respective hours, I've spent way too long doing whatever yeah. the fuck I'm doing. But um, yeah. So not well, tutorials. Well yeah. Yeah, not tutorials <laughs> and a whole lot of rolling around and just walking in wrong directions. Like uh, so early, so early on, you pick up the ability to summon spirits. I did not have that ability until level 20. I shit you not. Like you should have it at level one if you got out the fucking door and walked straight. Yeah. I got out the door and I was like, what's over there then? <laughs> what's going on over here, pal? That's, like when, that was like <laughs> one of my first Skyrim playthroughs. I did some bullshit like that and I like missed all the stuff. You know how you like, you go through, uh, what's his fucking name? That dragon attacking the place and then you... Go through a little cavern and then you're wandering along and you go to the first village. Mm. I didn't find that fucking village somehow. 
Oh no. I didn't follow the person and I You're I on the back of the car and he's like, hey, no. you just jump off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like I did walk down that path and then just like fucked off into the scrub. But I was also overloaded with weight, so I was just walking. Oh no. <laughs> You're doing that one. Because I was you pick like, up every fucking pick rock up every every wooden <laughs> frying <spoon>. pan. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like walking in the scrub, being like this game's fucking weird. Like it was all linear and now it's just like go nuts. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't my supposed to be thing, like that. My favorite thing is that we've now mentioned Skyrim in this episode too. I so know. Right? Quite it's as so good. Yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. bit deliberate. <laughs> I need to think of like a, a Schnalo version for Skyrim now. <laughs> Schnarum. <laughs> no, no. All right. Uh, Lydia's. You know Lydia, the like carries your gear chick. Yeah, and like is assigned to your house. The mule. She like is assigned to your house. Like her like disappointed parents. <laughs> that could be a whole game. <laughs> okay, yeah. Raising Lydia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Raise her to be a fucking servant <laughs> to the first person to do something good for the city. The mother and the father are just people who've also carried shit for people. Like, this is how you do it, Lid. One day you'll be just like us. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Poppy. <laughs> Fucking hell. Where, what the fuck are we even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, dude. Skyrim tangent. So, Fucking Skyrim, man. Yeah, Elden Ring. It's the new Skyrim for sure. I was going to say, yes. is that the what they've achieved so, here? Is that... What I think going for? Ah, oh, no, bro. No. I think they've. It's different. It's it's just so. It's hard to compare. Like you know, but I think this will definitely probably be game of the year. I would say. I would definitely say if it's not, people need to wake the fuck up and yeah. realize how good of a game. Honestly, it is. I think the only reason why it won't be is because of all the people that are whinging that it's too fucking hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's definitely that's a, which is astounding, right? Because like. That's all well, this company does. Yeah, that's well, what they're yeah. for. Yeah, that, that's one of the interesting things, though, right? Is that's what they're known for. It's not what they've always done, but it was ever since the success of Demon Souls. Demon Souls, yeah. Was they were like, oh wait, this is sort of popular. Like it wasn't a critical hit because it was PlayStation Three only. Yeah, I, I think, think it might have been. Yeah. Um, and then they ended up doing Dark Souls just to test the waters. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, people actually like this. And then it took off from there. But mm. before that, they weren't all super hard games. Um, but I'm pretty sure they were just obscure Japanese games mostly. Right, right. Um well, I feel like Elden Ring is like their their love child, like the one that just has finally topped off like all of their stuff. Like I've never, I, I, I can only say from like experience from watching videos and whatever, because I've not played any of them, but it looks like this is built up for a long time and it's been a long time coming, obviously it's been delayed to shit, but I think for good reason, because I think it's come out and it's for, for fucking once I can put a game on and install it and, you know, whatever, it's like a little six gigabyte update or whatever to start, but it's not fucking broken when I jump into the game so I can play it. And I'm not finding myself completely infuriated by getting stuck anywhere or just having some dumb shit happen. Falling through or, floors. 
yeah. you know, dialogue being all glitchy and not, not in time. Like everything so far that I have played through has been awesome. Like very difficult, of course, but it's been awesome and it's been very well polished. Like yeah. I, I just can't fucking floor it yet. And which is awesome. Being 22 yeah. hours into a game. Fault? Fault? Floor? I, I whatever. think you meant like find a flaw. Fault, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I can't fault it. I can't find a flaw right now. Like, you know, unless yeah. you just don't like that type of game, fair enough, whatever. You know, fuck off. But like, yeah. You have no idea how happy I was to finally have a fucking finished, completed game to play. (laughs) Right? There's been so many broken games and I'm not talking cyberpunk broke because that is broke as fuck. Well, it it was. It was broke as fuck. You know, it's it's come a long way now. now. Yay. Which which is funny though. um, Because I played it on launch. I have well over 100 hours in cyberpunk and... I have experienced very few bugs. Yeah, yeah. You're and one of the lucky few, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm like yeah. the guy who's all hype, even wearing his <laughs> cyberpunk shirt right now. Um, uh, he gets it and it plays fantastically. I've had like next to no issues. You've been dude, so lucky, dude. So lucky. I got, I got two Johnny Silverhand pop vinyls given to me as presents and I was so hyped and I played the game and I just want to throw them out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want to get rid of them. Are you PC or console? Console. And that shit, like last-gen console, was absolutely terrible. Yeah. So I actually found some interesting stuff about that. PS4 one? Yeah. 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 I've heard that that is like genuinely I think that's literally the the bottom of the the rack. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that did it for me was when I found out that they had banned people from sharing video of current-gen consoles because of how bad it was. Yeah, Uh, so one of the big problems was um, like the company that made it, CD Projekt Red, before The Witcher 2, I think it was, they'd never made a game for a console ever. Yeah. Um, So they were PC dev only. um, And then as they're doing this, um, their marketing budget blew up. Like there was like $130 million spent on the game but $300 million spent on marketing for um, Cyberpunk. It was like two ninety nine went to Keanu Reeves' pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's um, such a nice guy, he would have given it straight back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after they did that, um, they were like, well, we've got to put this on every console possible and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And they developed for PC first and then ported it out, which is a problem because... PCs like mine that I've spent, you know, nearly five grand on, that's going to run the game like a fucking dream. But you try and put that on a console that is, if it's running like a cut down version of an embedded CPU, but two of them, it can't do that. Like, mm. so basically they had to cut think more and more things out and they still couldn't get it to run well. But because of all the delays, the executives are like, that was it. it's got to go out. Yeah, you're in too deep at that point. Like, and I get it. Like, I understand why they they kind of just pushed into a hard spot, right? Like, you, you, well, I, what, I what do you do? You back the, out? Make I feel zero bad dollars. For the actual devs and the people mm. that made the game, because yeah. all in all, there's I don't think there's anything wrong with the story, the setting, anything like that. Mm. All the problems were in the fact that executives the kept pushing it out the fucking door. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, I get that though. Like running out of money, like what what the fuck do you want them to do? Well, they're going to have they, to do that's something. That's the thing is they're not. They own good old game as in one of the largest PC-based um, game distribution companies. Right. They also made The Witcher, which keeps getting, you know, new releases and it, it's the new content. it's the nearly the next Skyrim like exactly so Henry like it's hashed. pretty close yeah. yeah so like actually it's one up on Skyrim it's gonna fucking TV show as well so you know well <laughs> I think the TV show doesn't like it's somewhat based off the books but yeah whatever yeah so I don't think they make money off the TV show is more what I'm getting at but like well, it's jacked. not like they're going broke people might buy the game as a result though so it's yeah, all... yeah true true could be a um, trickle on but yeah, so like all of that seems to come down to marketing people and executives being dickheads. Mm. But the fact that From Software didn't do that with Elden Ring is so fucking cool. Yes, agreed. and they pushed I've... it back several times and pissed everyone off and kept them <laughs> kept them wondering about what the fuck this game was. I thought it was a new Elder Scrolls when it first came out, like when the first <laughs> yeah. thing came out, because it was like a five second teaser and it just said Elden yeah, Ring, yeah. and I was like. I, I can get that though, because like the the way it looks, like even like the the like color palette used, looks like an Elder Scrolls game. Like it's I, I ish, and it's all, ish. already once fantasy. once you're in the world though, it's um it has a different vibe to it than yeah. Skyrim. It has this very different feel than Elder Scrolls. I don't know how to exactly describe it either. I think without the messages and without like the ghosts and without like other player interaction it would actually be quite a dark game like yeah it's it's very they're they're all very dark and very lonely yeah um, that's why yeah. i really enjoy the online aspect because the whole reason for having the phantoms of other players is to remind you that like you're not alone <laughs> because <laughs> it can get very like rough at times especially in the older games where like Elden Ring out of all of them is the brightest and the most upbeat out of all the games they've For done. For sure. And you I can, can definitely imagine, see like, that because you're not forced into a into a hole the whole time. Like there are dungeon well, crawls per se, yeah. but you're not stuck in a dungeon forever and you can choose to go around almost like a lot of the a lot of the fights. Like you can yeah. just avoid things if you yeah. need to. Well, I found out after I'd beaten the first proper boss after I'd beaten Godric that you can completely skip <laughs> Stormvale Castle. So. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too recently. But the Godric fight was really fucking satisfying, though. Yeah. I went into it at like level twenty six, which yeah, was yeah. way way higher than you should be because I just didn't know what the yeah. fuck I was doing. So, but going in there at level twenty six was actually quite fun. It wasn't infuriating as probably you had a you brought you would have had a tougher time than me i assume and you would oh uh, yeah i had to i had to get his move set down and once i did that i was all over him but yeah it was yeah. it was rough there was so many times where he would just one shot me with his flames and everything and yes. oh, it was yeah. it was fucking annoying <laughs> the bosses are just next level and they're just so impressive like the character art is just amazing yeah each enemy just has some cool shit. Like once you finally kill this guy, which he just looks amazing, just like this shamanistic sort of dude with like, I don't know, some sort of like growth coming out of his head. Like, I don't know if it was trees or what, but it just looked, it looks sick. It was just so good. You finally destroy him. You get into the castle. And the first thing that happens is you get attacked by fucking birds with swords on their, on their feet. You're like, what the shit? Like, you're a bird already. Like it's bad enough that you're just like you know attacking me because you're a bird, but now you got sword feet. Like what the shit? It's just magpies oh, in all. You're yeah. talking about uh, <laughs> you're talking about Margie. I'm talking about the first like proper 
boss. <laughs> oh, bro, then I'm not even there. Yeah, I think it's like the first like little sort of mini boss. <laughs> he's not the real boss. He's uh-huh. not the real boss of the castle. Level no. 26, <laughs> and he's just like a fucking throwaway henchman. <laughs> he's like, he's, I guess you could say he's possibly closer to like the right hand man of the guy that runs the castle. Oh, crap. <laughs> I mean, he, he was hard. He wasn't really hard, but he was hard. Yeah, oh, he fuck. was very difficult. I'm in for a battle then. <laughs> yeah, right. Awesome. Well, that, it's satisfying though. When you finally kill something like that, you're like, yeah, that was sick. Yes. So, so I have some experience with Souls games, right? So I don't have Elden Ring as Justin and Brady know. Um, I played Dark Souls 1, but Dark Souls 1 on PC is dog shit. Um because there's no proper mouse support and controllers suck ass and I fucking hate using them. Um, and it's really buggy on PC for some reason, or at least was when I got it. Um, so I only got like an hour, an hour and a half into it. I think I'd beaten the first boss and gotten to like the second uh, bonfire. And that was like it. Yeah. Um, Dark Souls 2 I have, and I don't remember playing it ever and i went to the launch party of dark souls 3 and just played there and that is like literally my experience but i'm so on the fucking fence about getting elden ring like honestly it, it will be game of the year i think for sure it's i mean that's not, that's not always a sell it? but yeah it's you know it's about 89 dollars australian that's so right. that's, it's, that's... it's about right for yeah retail yeah. Yeah, the biggest, the biggest barrier is definitely going to be, like we're saying, the difficulty. Like, if you're happy to put yourself against that challenge, it's the best game. Like, it's I, I would say it's my favorite game ever made, just because of how big of a Dark Souls fan I am, and the fact that they've made that open world with just so much, so much stuff in the open world. Like, it's yeah. not hundred percent. No, it's you, so you never good. find yourself bored. You never find yourself like Red Dead Redemption Two, for example, yeah. just fucking riding <laughs> yeah there's with so just crazy. nothingness like it's infuriating you you will like go around a corner and there are just like three or four amazing things like you go around the corner and you just you just got to stop to even just look at the view like just the environments yeah. themselves yeah. are the amazing did that a lot as well you know? though like as much credit yeah. as it gets like yes. the witcher 3 was pretty bad for like like i i get that it's realism to a degree yeah they go like be full something size over and every whatever. rock but often i'm like wondering and i'm like yeah this has been a good 20 minutes of just fucking walking yeah, and no. not encountering anything. i reckon i reckon if you were traveling for a minute without seeing something different and i don't mean yeah. an encounter per se like maybe not an enemy but something different in the environment or around you then that's that's not elden ring like there's yeah, no yeah, fucking okay. way you could yeah, ride in any direction for a minute. 30 seconds or so. Legit. That's kind of good though, because it's like, as we discussed in the last episode with time constraints, it is good to be able to chuck on a game and be like, look, I only have an hour and I want it to be engaging and fun <laughs> and you'll get that. Yeah, just let me die for the next <laughs> Die, <hour>. die, <laughs> die, die. <laughs> just let me roll and flip, roll and flip, roll and flip. <laughs> but um, right, that's like, probably, yeah, yeah, right. In defense of Red Dead and The Witcher, Red Dead is supposed to be relatively realistic to the old west. So yeah. So they can't just be like fuck all there. Fucking yeah. eagles mauling people every 3 meters or something, you know. <laughs> um and it had its moments. Like it had like, you know, those strange yeah. KKK scenes in the woods and stuff which were, and which like were the, fantastic. And the like know? random murders where you'd see people like gutted up against a tree yeah. and stuff like that. That was weird. 
people like, trying it, to like take people out to the woods to murder them and yeah and because the witch is based on books yeah. its geography has to True. be based around that as well so yeah in their defense i think they're following their media whereas, whereas from like, are like well this is our shit. We do what we want. Yeah, exactly. Fuck all y'all. And in yeah. Elden Ring, you're kind of in another world, right? Like it's not the it's not the normal. I mean, as far so, as I can tell, it's not is, really is the it oh, part of in, the Souls universe. No, so there's a. It's. I mean, it's kind of up for debate. A lot of people will are stringing together theories. I just watched one the <laughs> other day. There's like some dude that's like the relative authority on Dark Souls put a video up that was like the entire timeline, like if it could work together and people already have theories for how Elden Ring can fit. Jesus. It's um, It's too much. They're all all separate universes. That's as bad as the fucking Disney theory things that I see all the time where they're just like (laughs) shoehorning characters together. And they're like, there's Disney and then there's Dark Souls. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm like, that's ridiculous. Uh, But that's probably a good note. Uh, in terms of fucking hell, Justin. Break, break. In terms of real life references, uh, in real life, we need to pee. <laughs> no, we don't. Mmm, <laughs> smells good, don't it? Creamy, pungent, poignant, moist, yet sticky and tantalizing textures. Mmm, you know you want some of this cheesy fromagery. Come on down and say cheese. So, uh, that ad was a little bit weird. Was it? Yeah, that was whack. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty. Yeah, sure. Anyway, um, thanks. Thanks, guys. We were t- thanks for the money. <laughs> yeah, thanks for supporting the show, I guess. I guess. Um, talking Elden Ring, I, I, I mean, Jay says he's on the fence. I'm, I haven't gone there. I don't have the time right now. I do want to play it, like, really badly. I'm a big fantasy fan, so... I don't know, guys. Should we do it? Sell I'll sell them. Let's sell them. Definitely. Slick the, the fucking hair back. Very worth. Like, <laughs> slick his hair back. You're like a greasy okay. salesman, except that. Shouldn't I you be like smoothing your mustache yeah. or slick the mo back? Oh yeah. Right. No, do the like French. Wow, see, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Looks exactly like the same creep in the corner of the store as he always does. Uh, I don't have the jacket. Damn. <laughs> All right, let's sell them. Let's sell these boys on Elden Ring. Yeah, I would. I would definitely say that. Um, that it's definitely worth. Like, if you can really get past the difficulty, that's your biggest barrier because the world itself is like, oh man, just everything about it is just perfection. And like. Mm-hmm. One yeah, of the coolest yeah. parts, like you, you, you step out of like the, the tomb or wherever you are at the start, the, the part where you're meant to do the <laughs> tutorial, you step out of there in, <laughs> and the first thing you see is like, is the, the Eld tree, like the Erd tree or whatever it is. And it is fucking beautiful. And it takes up more than your screen. Like you can barely fit it within the screen at all at any time. It's so yeah. huge. I do have and- a pretty big screen. <laughs> well, it's not let's not talk about sizes here guys but i'm playing on a i'm playing on a television so well i've got three monitors here <laughs> just stretch it out over the three you i did know. that with our mirror's edge and that was a really weird experience that would have been whack as hell first person so yeah it was fucking wild and that's anyway, how vr was the, invented mine if i put something in the middle it just cuts it uh, yeah, that's because mine's designed to be 
multiple screens. Yeah, it's like an extension yeah. of not a not like not my a graphics spend. card does it. Yeah, natively, I think they originally called the technology Ifinity. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just well, there. You go now shut the fuck up and buy Elden yeah. Ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's my sales. So far, so I know a tree is big. Was that the sales pitch? <laughs> no, even, just even like the, uh, no, just shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. The audio We're building like, a scene here. The audio <laughs> works very well with it as well. Like sound design is something that I've like really started to appreciate a lot. Like, and FromSoft does it so fucking well. Like their soundtracks are just fucking classics. And like, like Justin said, when you come out of the first area and you see the tree. The part that makes it so much better, especially if you like going through it with your headphones, it'll just be dead silence in this first area. And then as soon as you like open, creak open these big iron doors and you see like the massive world like out in front of you, it hits you with like this real like somber, like overworld tone. And I, I shit you not, when Zach was over watching me play it, I was like dead set just on the verge of like not tearing up, but it was like get me emotional. Like it was just done so well that it makes you really feel that it's like some grand like open world. Like it's a really good, really good starting piece for for music and for yeah, the the tree being your first like visual, that big golden fucking erd tree. Yeah. And it's just breathtakingly huge. But then it doesn't end there. Like, you know, you, you go around every corner, and as we said already, like it's just different. Like there's just big things and small things that really stand out, like big chunks of like old buildings that are like sort of half sunken into the ground and forgotten. And it just has this size to it. Like it just feels huge. That first castle that you get to ridiculous. Like it's it. a lot of games when you lead up to these castles and stuff, they look huge from like, you know, far away, you get closer and you go through the door and it feels like the door is like half the castle. It's like two rooms. <laughs> yeah. Or like you, you, yeah, you step in and it's one boss room. And you're like, oh, okay, this is a whole that, fucking castle with one room in it. That reminds me of fucking Dragon Age near the start of the first Dragon yeah, Age. Yeah, dude. Game. You yes. climb the castle to fight the, there's some sort of monster at the top of the castle, but it's only like three levels and it's just this little circle. Yeah. And you just do three fights, get to the top. And you're like, what are we in a fucking lighthouse? <laughs> it basically is like a fucking lighthouse. Yeah. But Robert it's... Pattinson isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he's not just he's gonna kill him wank. <laughs> oh man, if anyone hasn't seen that already, you gotta watch it once. Just once is enough. <laughs> Have you seen it, Brain? No, I've seen the trailers with like and a lot of shit on Reddit about that and how good yeah. the foe is in that apparently that's so but, fucking weird man but yeah it's, i haven't seen i it. It still is, don't know whether i like it whether i hate it whether i'm just weirded out by it or whether I'm it's exactly just everything same. like i've got no idea but anyway elden ring shut the fuck up you don't understand to... man you don't understand this is once the, you're in you're game in of the century yeah, dude, it's it, it really it really has pushed the limits of some things that I didn't think could be pushed. And like, I don't like difficult games. I usually set a game to easy because of the amount of time that I have spare. So Dying Light, I set it to easy so I could smash through as much of the story as I could, try and enjoy the story. But like, this is different, man. Like, and I haven't really even had that much of the story get developed yet. Like, I haven't really had much revealed to me yet. It's still a mystery as to what a lot of these things are, like what is the Erd Tree? To me, like I don't know what is the Elden Ring. Like I, I don't know if you know Brant. Like I haven't got that far in, yeah. but you really want to know, and you really want to discover the corners of the world as well. So you don't want to find the the direct path. 
you find yourself, well, I find myself quite often just going, but I haven't checked this part of the map yet. Maybe I'll just go and check this out. And quite often there's usually something there that's very interesting and very different from the other corner of the map that you've been to last time. And, and like, yeah. it's just next level. Like, you know, we, I went to a new area the, like the other day and there's just this huge walking tower thing oh. with a bell below it. And I'm like, what the fuck? It was just four legs and a massive bell. I'm like, what the shit is this? With just a building on top. And, you know, you, you can work out how to drop it. You go inside and it tells you that it duplicates some item that you've not even picked up yet 20 hours into the game. You're like, <laughs> what, the, what is this shit? Yeah. What is this shit? <laughs> like, there is so much to it that it is it is huge, and I, but it's not overwhelming at the same time. So yeah. it's a very big game, and I feel like there's going to be hundreds of hours of gameplay, but it doesn't overwhelm me or push me away from wanting to continue to play it, which I is... The best part Crazy. about that is because it splits. So the way it splits its dungeons up, which is really different from like any other game like Skyrim or Fallout or whatever open world RPG, even even Breath of the Wild, it does it better than, than Breath of the Wild as well. So the way its dungeons works is it doesn't just have one dungeon or one area that's like set as, a, as the standard. It has four different areas that you can come across at any time and they are split between caves, um, caves, catacombs, uh, legacy dungeons and i think there's i can't remember what the last one is but there's four different types you can find and they all vary and differentiate like within each category and like so for example like your legacy dungeons if you come across a legacy dungeon i shit you not that would be like the size of like an entire level or an entire game from the original dark souls area like it's the size of a, a legacy dungeon i think there's about like five or six of them in the game there's but the size of them is just immense like i think out of my 50 hours i'm pretty sure i spent 20 just in the first legacy dungeon like just trying oh, to find shit. every corner is that the like, one i'm in now that's the one you're in now yeah <laughs> oh I no 20 hours just searching like every corner of it because they've got like hidden shit everywhere right so much verticality as well so the map is like big but it's deep too like it goes so far below castle or like above deep yeah it's massive and deep like like it's telling people it's your first time deep <laughs> but it's it's just it's so well done like it's really the scale is just immense and the fact that they filled it with a lot of shit to do is so good as well and like the, yeah. the type of dungeons just really keep you engaged because once you've finished a legacy dungeon which you've done for well, if you're like me you've fucking spent 20 hours going through a legacy dungeon you'll come out the other side and you'll find a catacombs where you can go down for about 10 20 minutes and find like an awesome new item an awesome new weapon take out a fucking boss down there like it's just such a good variety um mm. to, of shit to do and like within those little sections like for example i came across a, a cave the other day and just in in the difference that the actual like so you've got your four sections and then like if you were to just like let's say just caves instead of it just being the same cave layout over and over and over again they really like made these so fucking unique to the point where they all feel different like i found one the other day where instead of going into the cave i was like diving down through different steps of this cave all the way like through the earth like it's it's just really well done with how they've done their level design and kept it intriguing mm. um and i feel like that's that really helps with the size of the world and keeping you engaged and you know stopping you from 
getting too angry and rage quitting because you can always forget about one area and just go look for another path and find like a cave or a catacomb and yeah. walk through that like super easy like it's it's so well designed and like items are achievable like i picked up the uh the cool double blade um pretty early on and it was just by accident i just was walking along found a cave went in there and it was literally just right there i was like oh yeah. here's a chest probably a trap because this is way too easy grab it out there's the double blade i'm like sick now i'm darth maul this is awesome yeah. so <laughs> and if you use blood magic you can actually make the blades red like. yeah it's so <laughs> cool I only have blue. <laughs> but that's One like a, that's a whole nother thing that like I could talk about forever is the way they've really done magic and and sorcery and faith such justice from the old ones. Like the old ones, if you were doing a sorcery build, it was just a fucking slog because you would get rushed by enemies too quickly. Like it would take you too long to cast a spell. It'd be under leveled. It wouldn't do too much damage. But the way they've done sorceries and faith in this is that is they've tied it. Um, as a weapon art to your weapons so you don't necessarily have to know the sorcery as long as you've got a high intelligence for a sorcery build you can use a sword but you can put a weapon art on this sword that scales with magic and then you can do your magic damage while not having like being completely out of your depth for defense and, and offense like it's i was saying to zach earlier today actually that it seems like out of all the games this one has like the best loadout system and the best way to sort of like bring in like spell swords and battle mages like compared to the old ones because you couldn't really do that without getting your shit pushed in like, well, like so i think that's that's one of the problems that i had and it was one of the things i wanted to ask you guys about was um so like i'm a big rpg nerd and i do like my rpg elements and my leveling and building a character the way i want to and whatnot but every time i've picked up a souls game i feel like it's like you want to be a fighter like they just sort of very much push you to you really should just hold a fucking sword you idiot you're gonna need this to get ahead i would and say this is almost it's almost the opposite where they sort of encourage you to try magic so yeah. like you don't have to do it but i think magic would be beneficial for that is good because i find like i don't feel like any game has really nailed magic properly because i feel I, like a lot of games it, it's it's either because of its ability to be OP really easily, they scale it back so hard that it becomes almost unusable. Yeah. I would honestly say that Elden Ring is the closest thing to perfection with your magic and your sorceries that I've seen in a video game to date. Yeah. Just, so just purely for the yeah. fact that they've made some sorceries weapon arts um, and all you literally have to do is um, instead of like using that as your main attack, you can really like, keep a shield or keep a sword and imbue your sword or shield with that magic to make like the one that was in the trailer that i really want to use if i do a sorcery build is the um the great there's like a great sword so you could just be using a sword and if you put a sword art on that um turns it into a magic great sword your guy will like will like bring the sword back and like charge it up and as you charge it it'll extend the length of the blade and like coat it in magic and then you bring yeah, it down for like sick. an enormous fucking swing that, the amount that... of jokes that were just running <laughs> <out of> <laughs> like, jason <laughs> i am just like i was like i was gonna make a joke that that's exactly what brady would be looking for in a game you anything can that can magically sword extend extensions. him you literally sit there and compare the size of your magic swords for hours <laughs> finally <laughs> It's what I've, I've been playing wanted. Mass Effect for this, and now I've got more games. 
but no, if you like going through with sorcery and you really want to do like that, yeah, that RPG and that sorcery build, uh, the loadouts in Elden Ring, they give you like about 10 or 11 classes. I think it's something like that. Mm. But you really have the freedom to do a loadout like and extend that to like in whatever just the head want. cannon, yeah, like yeah. to a number of different classes. Like, it's kind of my... like building a character in D and D. Like each each like character will give you something. Like each race will give you maybe one stat that might assist you, yeah, but it's yeah. not going to make or break. So like I chose the prisoner as the startup because I looked it up and I was like, I want to be a spellblade, and prisoner seemed to be the right one because it gave me a couple of bumps to like I think dex and then intelligence, which was exactly what I needed. But you're not really stuck with doing that by any means. Like you could pick up the samurai and then also do spellblade or whatever the hell you really want. Yeah. Another really cool concept is that you can two-hand your weapon as well. So just by pressing combination of buttons, you can choose to whether to wield it in one hand and then carry whatever other item you want, or you can switch to two-handed and it changes the fight style immensely um you'll be a little bit stronger with the weapon um but you'll also fight entirely differently with the weapon and that's very obvious with the samurai that's one um, thing i've seen a lot of people do with um how you can sort of kit your weapons out and your loadout in elden ring is like i said magic in the old games you had to use the staff and you'd be fucking like pretty shit and even if you had the staff and a sword your life would still be pretty rough but I've seen a lot of people going through and like doing almost like Gandalf runs where they've got a, a staff in one hand and the sword in the other and just like absolutely fucking shit up with like their sword arts and the like they'll go for a couple swings and they'll pop like a, a spell from the staff and it's just so fluid. That's probably the best way to describe it is it's a lot yeah. more fluid than the older games with magic. It feels like it's it's literally just a next step in the combo. Like it's okay, it's cool. really done well. Cool. Yeah, I, I I would play the shit out of that. That sounds yeah. worth the play at the very least. Yeah, it's definitely definitely it's worth the experience just for the like the visuals of the open world. Um, the the way you can sort of yeah like tailor your class to whatever you want. Like even that's before we even get onto summons. Like you can basically it's basically Pokemon as well. <laughs> summons. <laughs> you can find. We've got summons. GFs. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, the girls. Games. The Where's game my maid girl? About being maidenless, the game roasts you for being a virgin. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Says you're maidenless and you have to find a maiden. It's but, like that's Raiders twenties. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like literally there's like summons that you can find which are like um, which are like enemies. Whoa! So you can find like Hang enemies. on! <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking roasted. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're the I anime guy, man. Yeah. Or <laughs> wasn't? Oh. <laughs> no way you can prove that on a podcast. So fucking Elder Ring, just go and buy it. Yeah, do it. Cool. Do yourselves a favor and do it. It's yeah. Once you can get past that challenge, because there's there's if it's if something's too difficult, there are a million ways around things. Like I dead set found one path and just kept going through it, and then came back to a starting area with things that I'd yet to explore, and I found caves that I was meant to do at the start that I'm only doing now. And I literally, with my fucking heavy sword, I think I killed a boss in two swings because I'm just nice. that fucking difficult. Like I'm that overpowered <laughs> now. Like so, there's there's a lot of ways to get around the hard shit that you couldn't do in in older games because there was only like about two paths in in the older Dark Souls. Like you'd had the main path, and you'd always have one that you could sort of go off. So one try. one thing to keep in mind with this is anytime you rest, anytime you die, 
um, everything resets. So you got to keep that in mind. This game is different in that way that it's almost a wash, rinse, repeat, and you learn from your mistakes and you do them again. So like you go into a dungeon, you start working your way through, like, okay, there's a trap here. There's a guy who's going to ambush me here. There's this guy that I'm going to kill up the stairs. And then you die. You start back at the start and then you do all of those things again. You get back to where you died. You pick up your your money, your runes, your your currency to to level up basically and then you continue on from there like and keep going through so it's that's that's the part that is hard to sort of get your head around when you start if you because i was like edge of tomorrow fuck? it's edge of tomorrow but fantasy <laughs> yeah yeah so having played dark souls before i'm relatively familiar with the concept yes you'd know and it. yeah also it's not too dissimilar from jedi fallen order which i've been playing lately except Jedi Fallen Order doesn't punish you by if you die, then you know you lose everything and go back. They're like, oh, you can have everything, but you've got to go back and all the monsters are back. Yeah. So it's a little more forgiving that way. I, but it, items you pick up, you'll keep, but your runes, you won't. And runes are the, the currency that you use to buy shit. It's basically money, but you also use it to level your character up just yeah. so that people who don't know what we're talking about understand. So it's it's pretty important that you don't want to lose a big chunk of those. So I'm often just spending my money as soon as I have enough to spend it. Like as soon as you can level your shit, level your shit yeah. before you run away with like 6,000 runes in your pocket and die around the corner because like you want to cry a little bit when you lose a good sum. <laughs> like when you lose a large sum of like your runes, like you just do something dumb. And you're like, okay, I better get back there. <laughs> and then you die. You're like, that was like three fucking hours, yo. I think one <laughs> of my first fun. ones for Elden Ring, I had 20,000 runes on me, which just, just for reference, oh uh, God. I think at the start, you only need like about a thousand runes to level up. No, so dude, no, was... way less, way <laughs> well, less. Sorry. sorry, less, less. So <laughs> like, level only... one to two is like a hundred runes, maybe even less. It's fuck all. So like yeah. 20,000 runes would probably get you to level 20. Yeah. So when like, you're like, that's how big it game, is. It's, it's worth a lot. And I was running, I didn't realize I had as many as I did. And I died in a cave and thought, oh, I'll go back there and get it. It was just full of, it was a cave full of wolves. I was like, yeah, I can take them out. I'll get them. And I went back into the cave the second time around and I was like, all right, I'll take this wolf out first and then I'll move forward and get my, get my runes back. I fucking jumped down and the game just decided to send all of the wolves at me in one corner. And I just got trapped in the corner. Dude, I know I'm that cave. I swear alive, I know that I'm cave. Like, I'm, I'm reaching for my fucking runes. Just like, no, come back. <laughs> it was 20,000 just going like that because I got cornered by about five fucking wolves because I just went in too cocky. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. It will test you, but... Yeah. It is worth it. Yeah, very. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. so the design stuff, I wanted to ask you about that because you showed us that picture. Uh, well, Justin shows that picture you did of him. Uh, is this something you want to pursue career-wise or is it something you just do um, for a bit of fun? Or So I did um, graphic design fresh out of school. Um, I did a like a, a one-year diploma for graphic design, um, but I found along the way that that really wasn't what I wanted to do like I it was more you know business like less fun you couldn't really branch out and do your own thing you had to stick to what the client wanted um whereas I obviously enjoy doing a bit more fantasy a bit more colorful shit like a bit more um shit where I've sort of got free reign um on what I can do so I, I didn't end up finishing my course 
Um, it's a long story, but basically I didn't finish the last trimester because I moved for football. Um, but I found during that course that, yeah, graphic design wasn't what I wanted to do. I was much happier doing like some of my own stuff. So uh, a mate of mine and I are actually working on a comic at the moment. So we've actually got like oh, wow. a little partnership and we have about three or four comics planned in the works and we're um, almost up to illustrating our first one now. Obviously it's been Oof. rough since since COVID and whatnot and all the lockdowns, um, but we're getting back into it next week. And um, yeah, we've been working on this for, I think about the last three or four years, but that's sort of where my creative side has gone to. It's gone away from more career and just more into like, like Justin with his D and D and like creating his, his fucking maps and, and like shit like that. It's more for me less to earn. Like if I could earn money with it, it'd be great, but it's more just because it's a passion that I sort of want to pursue and, and keep up with so that I don't lose it. Um, yep. And yeah, I found that sort of channeling that into working on some comics and, you know, writing stories to go along with it is uh, much more engaging for me than just doing graphic design and getting hired to make someone else's logo that like I might hate. <laughs> like, they might have an idea and I might hate it. And if I try and change it, they're like, no, nah, no, I don't want that. Keep it, keep it the way I gave it to you. I That's feel that. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, for me, I think we, just... I think we all feel that in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what <laughs> like, I mean? Like when I was younger, I was uh, doing my work experience to be a video editor, and um, holy shit, <laughs> I hated it because nothing is worse than like you see something you're like, oh yeah, I could really do something nice with this, this, and this, and then you see the like producers' notes and it's like, we want you to do this, and you're like, that's shit. <laughs> but that's jacked <laughs> yeah yeah and, but that's yeah. exactly it right like it i and i think that's why we do this podcast as well is this is our creative outlet and you know yeah. we do it to have fun not yeah to make money yeah if although you, we make loads of money from our creepy uh sponsors yeah yeah that's true <laughs> loads but, we are know, just loads. rolling in it can't you tell yeah. from justin's shiny head that's yeah. exactly right. We spent yeah. all our budget on his head wax and we couldn't get sleeves <laughs> for Brady. <laughs> Why is it the only one that benefits from this is the guy who gets permanent tattoos? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, that's right. He sold his mustache for that tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh... Exactly. But there's some poor sick kid that's now got a mustache I wig. That. <laughs> I was picturing that too. Like some seven year old, he's like, Ha <laughs> around like fucking me, Mario. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shit. Brett, as as a PT on the other side of your stuff, yeah. uh have you seen the anime? That's right. That's yeah, Have you seen How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Left? Which is the actual title, yes. No, no, I haven't what seen that fuck? one. Okay, so you I know... thought you were segueing back into fitness. <laughs> no, no, it's both. Uh, I'm not going to talk bro? fitness on this lift? fucking show. Uh, no, so I think the title is probably like a way too direct, like how much do you lift, bro? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. What is it? You sh- you don't pick up girls in a dungeon or whatever the fuck yeah. that is called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How not to pick up girls in a dungeon or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, but it has like another name that one as well uh but yeah how have you the dumbbells you lift is like it's it's a fitness show but yeah. it feels like you ever watch those like cartoons in school that try to teach you things 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like that, but it's anime and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the stuff is like outdated. Like they're talking about, uh, like at the end of one episode, they're talking about like the anabolic window and how you got to have a protein shake yeah, within two yeah. hours, otherwise <laughs> you work out shit. Like yeah. it's it's like some outdated science in there, but like a lot of the stuff, like they're demonstrating exercises, like pretty pretty spot on and stuff. Yeah, right. And I just laughed a lot because the most anime thing they could do, they did do. The trainer who comes up is like this skinny Japanese man in this fucking tracksuit, uh, and his last name is like Macho, but like <laughs> so it's Macho, but like yeah. But then he like he's like goes to th- show them something, so he's like yeah, so blah blah blah, and he's like skinny dude in the tracksuit, and then he's just like Hah! and Master Roshi's out of <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of his shit, <laughs> like, he's fucking so giant good. and shredded, but he still has a tiny head. <laughs> like like That's his great. traps are like just about coming out of his ears but he's just oh, like yeah. you'll uh, be surprised how realistic that stereotype is though i used to have a boxing <laughs> coach i had a boxing coach who was just literally that we were in the gym one day and we were all like like footy kids like we were pretty fit and we we're just sitting there whinging about how hard something was one day like then we couldn't couldn't lift some weights or couldn't do enough push-ups and he goes oh he goes He's Irish, so he's like, oh, you boys are complaining. He goes, let me show you how it's done. And he gets down on his fingertips and pumps out about 20 reps on his fucking tips of his fingers. He's like 70 years old. And yeah. we're just standing there in awe. We're like, what the fuck is this? Like, we can't even do it on our hand. I want to try uh, that now. <laughs> fingertips are fine. They're not as hard as they seem, but there are definitely like some push-up variations that are just fucked up gross. Yeah. I always end up, when I do the fingertip ones, because my fingers can go like the like the wrong yeah, way yeah, for the knuckles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always end up with like I always end up with like Spider-Man hands. I'm picturing like the chick from the ring and just <laughs> <laughs> So I could like backwards circle my fucking fingers. <laughs> That's um, jacked. Yeah. No, I thought that was worth mentioning. I'm not going to get another bro on the show to talk about anime with bro stuff with. Yeah, <laughs> I can't say I've seen it, that, but it does sound intriguing. No, it feels like Food Wars, because you know how they, like, explain oh, all the food? <laughs> yeah, they, like, explain the recipe, and it's, like, done really well, and then it goes yeah. to this, like, horribly stupid anime shit. It's like that, but for working out. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's that really, was like... Mad. That really, was really my funny. that was my one of my favorite things about uh, Seven Deadly Sins is um Eskinor. Oh my god, Eskinor's so great. Starts off so skinny and then he's just fucking jacked when the sun comes out. <laughs> was, yeah, I absolutely love that. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins. I just I can't forgive them for the animation quality of season three. That was fucking atrocious. I I don't even remember it. Hey, it was so like, bad. I stopped at some point. I think it was like halfway through the last season and yeah. I just didn't pick it up for like a year. And then I was like, it, felt you know, like I should it was drawn this. out the last season though too. Well, like it felt like the end of the third season, um, they were just about to have like the final confrontation mm. between um, the seven deadly sins and the 10 commandments. And yeah. then it's like, Nope, we're going to get you a whole new season out of that. That's like, yeah. oh, for fuck's sake. Typical. Yeah. yeah Sounds yeah, like a story arc they, if I've ever heard one. Yeah. They're like fully <laughs> drew it out. Flashbacks <laughs> to fucking flashbacks to Justin's D D session. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
You're on your path to doing something. Nothing happening. Cliffhangers. So it's all aired now, guys. So you've definitely seen it. (laughs) For sure. Absolutely have seen it. In the first the first session, so episode one, he's just like gives this epic description of the world and then he's like uh, all right, so you're in the woods. You're like nine years old. Fuck off with sticks. What are you gonna do? And we're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. What are you doing? We're like, what? what the f- fuck? What is happening here? What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was so confused because like my previous experience was our Christmas special, which yeah. like there was at least. I felt a good jumping off point because there was a dead body in the room. I'm like, well, I can saw his head off with a chair leg. Like <laughs> also with the D and D one, like of course <laughs> we had characters given to us for Christmas, right? And and yeah. we were in a dungeon. Whereas this one, Justin goes, All right, we're gonna do this. Go off and make characters. And we're like, here's the characters, Justin. He's like, Thank you. All right, now forget that. You're nine years old. Like, what? <laughs> the nice. fuck? It worked like, well. Storytelling is, it was, it is really well. cool, but it did feel really like you could see it on the video. Our faces were just like Sorry, what? <laughs> Fuck you Why is this a thing? I think Zach took the reins on the start of that, which was he did. He was like, Thank "I'm you. gonna go play with mushrooms," and we're like. <laughs> what The fuck is happening? Well, I guess uh, that was a you know a bit of a hint towards what he ends up doing later true. on as well. It's very yeah. true. <laughs> it worked very well, but it was uh, just very funny. Nice, oh, um, dear. and. In different news, um, I've bought Elden Ring. <laughs> I saw, I could see it on your screen. I could see the little like, I was like, he bought Elden Ring. He got fucking used car salesman. Buy now. Like, Buy now and it won't be any cheaper than tomorrow. <laughs> and to everyone listening, that's your cue to go buy Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we need some sponsorship for these guys. <laughs> From Damn it. software just dropping dollars in our bank accounts. God damn. I wish. Hey, I'd be happy with a fucking poster. Just <laughs> 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 give you a little sticker this big. No, I got I got those with the game. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm gonna put that patch on my denim jacket. It's gonna look sweet. Dude, I'm trying to work out. Do I do I just put it on this? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait it with the Elden Ring on there. Do it like a teacher's jacket. Put yeah. it on as an elbow patch. <laughs> Dude, that sweater is an elbow patch away from being old as fuck. Ah, oh, it's brilliant. I love it. I love it. Well, what do you think Elden refers to? Old as fuck. <laughs> Just Justin. <laughs> talking about my asshole. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. That's right, a... On that note. Guys, oh Jesus! Do you reckon that about rounds us out? I... No, nah, because we haven't even talked about Hellboy. <laughs> That's a thing oh. on its own. Well, <laughs> Brady right, out here well, trying let's... to end the episode. <laughs> All right, okay, Just keep okay. Cracking along. Let's go, Hellboy. All right. Was Ron Perlman the best Hellboy? Yes. Okay. Well, Without that, a doubt. That's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. He agrees with me, and that's what matters. Is it because you look like him? <laughs> Wait, he looks like Ron. Who, who looks like Ron Perlman? No, Brant looks a little Hellboyish. Okay, okay, I can. I thought if you were trying to the, make fun of my top. If I get lip the you. bun going on, I think if I try and get the bun going, 
That'd be sick. That'll definitely be the uh, the thumbnail now. We're trying yeah. to turn you into. Right, well, you, you brought it up, so like fucking awkward yeah. segue into why are we yeah, talking well, about Hellboy? Because it's good and <laughs> such. Hellboy is good. Um, <laughs> I've never gotten yeah. into the comics or anything, but I've seen all the movies. The art um, style is very see, different in the comics than what you imagine it as. Yeah, the uh, the art style. Mike, Mike Mignola's art style is amazing. Like it's I fucking beautiful. love his art style. But the the shadows and the way he works with his negative space is so good. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's the just... the thing I think um, was interesting was the most recent Hellboy, like the other Hellboy, the one yeah. that people don't talk about. <laughs> it seemed like what they did with the whole Tokyo Ghoul thing, and that was they got all the stuff. They just got all the things and they put it all into one. Because they're like, oh, we only get one shot at this, so let's do it all. And it doesn't make a lot of sense if you're watching it outside of anyone who's not. I a did fan feel of the a little bit lost. Yeah, uh, like there's a lot when I was watching happening. There are, it's like the best of fight scenes for Hellboy. Because yeah. like it makes sense one to after another who sees after another. It. Yeah, like yeah, it makes it, sense for you, right? <laughs> but even though I knew what it was, I still didn't like it because they really like cut short a lot of the meaningful characters, like a lot of the characters that took a fucking long time to build up in the comics they just sort of brushed past them like oh here he is on to the next here he is on to the next it was like, like it's best of you yeah know, like, it did yeah. feel that way the action scenes were fucking good they were mint. but it yeah. did feel like the actual development of anything was like oh you guys have seen the other movies uh yeah. speed run the shit out of this they tried to do infinity war without an infinity saga <laughs> yeah <laughs> so interestingly That's... enough i was actually watching a thing on um Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies and why Spider-Man 3 sucked so much ass. <laughs> and so bad. Apparently it was because the producers were like, okay, we know that you usually choose the villains, but uh we want all these ones because we want to be able to make toys and stuff out of it. And that's yeah, why right. they did it. Franchise it. Yeah. And it sounds like that's kind of like what they were doing with the Hellboy movie, yeah. like the latest one. It's like they're like, we want to market the shit out of this, so have everything, and uh, you've got an hour and a half, make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's See, what, that is what sucked about that Spider-Man movie. By the way, is it, it was purely the amount of content that they fucking. I mean, the weird dancing emo. Like, so so th there's actually an explanation hey, for that yeah too. don't disrespect that scene. All right, that is pure <laughs> genius filmmaking. I, I liked. <laughs> the confident stuff and that it wasn't just pure aggression there were other parts of his personality getting played with but the execution was just fucking jank <laughs> so <laughs> like, it was um, weird <laughs> sam raimi actually had never seen more than a little bit of venom ever because he's a big fan oh. of the old comics yeah, so yeah. venom had only just came in by the time he stopped reading spider-man and early venom is a very different thing to modern venom yeah and that's why he wrote it like that because that's all he knew. And the producers are like, we need Venom. And he knew the whole story of the symbiote and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So he wrote it in like that. And that's what you ended up with <laughs> when trying to do that with. There was a story of like the successor to the Green Goblin, Sandman, all that shit. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, it was, way it was too so much, much just like shoved in there. And then they were like, oh, relationship <laughs> drama in the middle of it. Yeah. Like, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yes, but, um, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? What? Talk about that, right? Like, I mean, like, like... Spider Man movies just came out. It's relevant. 
that's like the same curse though i feel like the hellboy movie would have benefited so much more from being a tv series like it would have it would have killed as a tv series where they had stretched out everything a lot more but yeah just i really didn't like it because of how much they tried to cram in but i mean i don't know if i was the biggest fan of david harbour as hellboy either (laughs) especially with the makeup the makeup made him look like he was struggling to move his lips and it just it was just something about it (laughs) yeah it is Um, interesting though like watching what's happening with film and tv shows it seems like the barrier of tv shows being inferior has been broken down somewhat in recent years which is good but i still feel like they're not necessarily choosing them the right way like what's going in what medium like i've watched some movies have been like that was fuck why is that not like drawn out in the series and i've watched some series has been like you could have covered that shit in an hour and a half like what the fuck yeah um well, yeah, I, I it think is... it's um, it, it was shows like The Sopranos that really broke that down. Like that was the first, you know, big budget HBO series and they really fleshed it out. They gave you one hour episodes, continuity and all that sort of shit. Now everyone's throwing budget at TV shows, but the people who have the money are the ones making the dumb fucking decisions. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because I, I don't necessarily blame like the director or anything like that. I think it's the people who are throwing money at these projects aren't looking at it from the perspective of a fan. They're looking at it from the perspective of we want a return on investment. And that's where it kind of shifts the better yeah. You'd think they'd be starting to learn from that though. Like Deadpool's a good example where they were like, the studio were like, fuck no, fuck no, fuck no test footage got leaked and they went oh well there is a lot of screaming fans about this so then they make the movie but with a really severely limited budget and it does fucking amazing like mm. the 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 cost versus return on that movie was like one of the best in like fucking recent history and it's like guys maybe you should start listening a little bit more to fandoms i know they do get it wrong from time to time there's some terrible mm. movies that shouldn't have been made because there's some very hardcore cult fans out there but most of the time, I, I think if they followed a little bit more with what the fandom wants, they'd end up with a good product. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just look at fucking, look at Sonic. Like, <laughs> yes, Sonic, 100%. Sonic got redone completely Absolutely. because the fans were so pissed and it made and so much money. the thing is, no one takes the movie seriously yeah. before or after the changes. Like, it is just yeah. like, you can watch it, you can see. No one asked for a live action Sonic, really, but what we didn't ask for is what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't too fussed. Like, I wasn't too keen when I first saw the footage. I was like, nah, like, that's gonna be another bomb, and I don't care. Yeah, it was only when they changed it, I went and saw it, and I actually like really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I for what it was. It. it was a pretty yeah. good movie. They really did well with um, like showing Sonic's loneliness and shit. And I thought that was such a cool thing to put in a kids' yeah. movie. Like that did that was really well done. And bringing on Jim Carrey as Dr. Yes. Robotnik or yeah. Eggman. Man, his voice at the end when was, he's on when he's like yeah. starting to turn into Eggman sounds identical to him in the games. Like he really yeah. nailed it right at the end there. And I'm so excited to see Jim Carrey in a role that isn't him just fucking dragging off his old success yeah. movies. <laughs> Or like being a fucking crazy person. Like yeah. that said, I would be keen as far to see Ace Ventura like come back. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that one I would. Can you imagine what? that one? <laughs> I would. One of my but favorite why? Movies. Why is he doing Cable Guy? <laughs> yeah, I, mm. that was supposed to be one of his biggest bombs. Like I thought it was okay, but yeah, 
Why is he redoing? And Dumb and Dumber. I didn't want another one of yeah. that. I'm no, Dumb and Dumber. Do fucking another one. Need a second one of that. Oh. Nah, man. I thought you were gonna I... say there's another one. I was like, God, get fucked. <laughs> no, he get did fucked. another one of them recently though. Ish. It's oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Dumb and Dumberer. Oh, yeah. But, well, Jim Carrey didn't do Dumb and Dumberer. No, he wasn't no. in that. Hang on. No. no, I swear he did one recently. So, oh, Dumb and Dumber Two came out in 2014. Damn, I didn't even know that uh, that came out. So there you go. It's because it's not great. And yeah, it did it was Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels? Didn't even know go. what happened. <laughs> it was shit. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> but that's see, why. That's the, that's the other thing, right? Is some of those sorts of movies only need one. Like yeah. Dumb and Dumber, the yeah. first one, fantastic. Mm. Dumb and Dumber, okay, but I could definitely live without it. Yeah. Anchorman. <laughs> fantastic as a solo movie mm. a sequel ass yeah absolute ass and it's, it's like uh, if you look at another will ferrell movie talladega nights if they had have done a sequel to that fuck me that would be awful like <laughs> just leave it at one fucking movie yeah sometimes it's too these hard. movies they leave it as, yeah it's too hard for him to leave them at one thing like <laughs> yeah it's all about that money that's okay, exactly so- it uh, Sonic is coming out this year, obviously. Ace Ventura yeah. 3 is yeah, to be too. announced. So oh! Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> it's in development. No. Uh, doesn't have a doesn't have a date, but yeah, it's Bro. <laughs> Oh my god. But, but I saw him share a thing I'm so about happy the right cable now. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He posted on Twitter. Yeah, that's not in this list, so that's very strange. Um, Good. Then, that means Ace Ventura is coming out first. Fuck that. <laughs> and that's I don't it. Know We're all going to the doco. movies. I don't know if it's a doco. It might be. Uh, Ace Ventura fun. doco. <laughs> that's no, no, weird. no, no. I'll he's still doing, watch it. <laughs> there's a show called Seuss, or a movie, and it says he's playing Dr. Seuss. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think that's a doco, especially because playing a person in a documentary who also doesn't exist no no not a doco but they did like that Walt Disney you mean a bio flick yeah 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 yeah. I think that is what it is if memory serves I did hear a little bit about that yeah cool Um, which just started pouring down with rain again so I think this may be a good time to wrap it up before (laughs) I end up with ankle details because I'm flooding I'm flooded, you piece of like, shit. <laughs> one more thing on like Hellboy and like the actors and like doing it for the fans. Yeah. I found out that that Hell uh, that Ron Perlman, the reason why he's always going to be the best fucking Hellboy, is because he got um he was in an interview and he got asked about Hellboy three, and he said, "Look, I'm 70 years old. I don't really want to do it, but we owe it to the fans." <laughs> yeah. so oh, damn, do, fucking man, he's down to do Hellboy three because That's he owes sick. it to the fans. That's awesome. That's why he'll That's forever be. I, got, I have nothing but love for Ron Perlman. Yeah, like, right? I, no matter how bad a movie is, if Ron Perlman's in it, I'm like, respect. You should, you should check Dude, out Sons Western of Anarchy was so much better with him. Like, okay, you know what I, I mean? definitely like, will. You should, if you check out West of Dead, that's a uh, that's a game where Ron Perlman is the main voice character. It's like a Metroidvania set in the Old West, but like I'd play the that. undead of the Old West. So you're like, oh. you look like Ghost Rider and you're voiced by Ron Perlman. And what the that, fuck? Why have yeah. I not heard of this? It's Bro, good. I think it's really I good. think I recall this. You can upgrade your bike, right? No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, I'll go fuck myself. No, no, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a little. It's just a little Metroidvania. Um, it is on it's, Steam. Yeah, it's it's very good. Like it's it's pretty fun. 
Nice. All right, so All right. selling the shit out of these games. James is like, this is this podcast. Like, ah, I'm broke. <laughs> No, no, no. I sold all my collector's editions. I'm rich again. Ah, oh, nice. Nice. Do we sell you so on a I few more games? I reckon we keep doing this episode until Justin's actually swimming. I can, <laughs> I can hear the water. water. <laughs> I can hear the water running into the, into the uh, nerd shack right now. So for those that don't notice, maybe, I don't know, the, the whole backdrop looks a little bit different. Maybe even mirrored. I don't know. Could be opposite. Um, it's because the backdrop originally is over that side of my nerd shack which is underwater so yeah it's happening so here in australia right now in new south wales we're getting roughly 200 millimeters of rain per day and that 200 millimeters of rain decided to bless itself onto my carpet you know if your lawn was longer it probably would have stopped all that water coming <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yes wow <laughs> Uh, it didn't. It didn't help me. It didn't so. help him at all. So <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> well, it's helped me just fine. Like the fact that my house is elevated also helps. Yeah, but, that know, would whatever. also help. Yeah. So it's been fun. <laughs> Brent, thank you so much for coming on and no being a part of this. Uh, uh, thanks for having me, Basement guys. dwellers. Check out all of our content from now on. You should hopefully get an episode of Dungeons and Discourse pretty much weekly. Uh, there may be a couple gaps in between for editing purposes, but it should be pretty much weekly. Yep. Uh, along with a standard episode of Basement Discourse, we'll have the occasional guest. And if we can, we will also put details about Brant's comic and stuff in the detail. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, thank you very Do you much, want to, guys. just before we fully end it out, do you want to actually plug anything you want? Uh, I mean, I guess I can't go by without plugging my Instagram. <laughs> oh, go for it, mate. Go for it, man. <laughs> Just Burke Raid. It's Bur- if you follow Burke Raid, that's the, uh, it'll pop up. Easy. We'll, so um, I'll tag it in the show notes as well anyway. Yep. So that'll be there. But thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you, Jace, for, for gaming. Thank you. thank you, Justin, for creeping out in the corner. And <laughs> You're welcome. I- I've been your weird otaku dude. <laughs> go by thanks, Elden Ring, guys. everybody. <laughs> <laughs>